This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, Hour 2. Myself, Andy Pate, Mike McKenna joining us now, president of MWR Strategies. Mike, welcome. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for joining us. I do appreciate it very much. I know Tom Pyle was kind of... Uh, originally going to do this, but you're able to fill in, which I appreciate very much. American Energy Alliance and the Committee to Unleash Prosperity recently sponsored a survey of 1,600 likely voters equally divided among eight states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Missouri, and Ohio, conducted by your company. Talk about that. Swing states. Um, yeah, swing states, battleground states, however you want to think about them. Um, uh, there is a... Uh, there's a bill floating around Congress that would impose a uh, carbon dioxide tax on imported goods. Okay. And and the folks at uh, at the committee and the folks at the American Energy Alliance wanted to see what voters thought about that. And the findings are drum roll. Findings are, yeah, findings are pretty simple. People are opposed to it by about a two to one margin. Wow. Right. Republicans are opposed to it by about a four to one margin. Um, and you know when we got into the questions we kind of always ask about carbon dioxide taxes, energy taxes, or just climate change in general. Right? We asked, hey, how much are you willing to pay to address global warming? The median answer was about 10 bucks, And uh, wow. we had about 35% of the respondents wow. say zero. Hey, Mike, you know, I agree with the uh, the two-to-one. I, I agree with the two. I would be against this, too. But can you give some good reasons why that would be a bad idea, imposing that, that fee? Oh, I mean, the... the, the the price of it, right, the cost of it would roll downhill to consumers and families and workers, yep. right, because yep. companies would have to pay. Because you know, when you're talking about imported goods, right, the buyers pay, pay right? right? You know, it's not, right. the, it's not the sellers, it's the buyers who pay. So it would fall most, it's a regressive tax. It would fall hardest on the poor and the elderly and those on fixed incomes, right? I mean, it, they're, they're the ones who'd get, who'd get it in the, in the chops. So it, it's not surprising. It's a terrible idea, Um doesn't get any better the more you learn about it and what concerns me the most is what personally concerns me the most is you know the, 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 it's its principal sponsor of the republican right uh, senator cassidy from louisiana who should probably know better yes should definitely know better and i like what you said a moment ago about how this really hurts the you know what people this hurts the most and let's not forget mike and i'm not saying this is always the case but in general folks that are in that particular arena that you just mentioned a moment ago, those that are you know lower on the income scale and so on, which this, of course, always hurts the worst. These are people that are always looking for, and not saying this is wrong, by the way, but they're always looking for 
the cheapest thing they can find because they've got to meet a basic need. They're going to go find the cheapest product they can. Typically, those are going to be imported products. If you're out there really looking for that made-in-America product, yes, I realize that you get what you pay for, and you're typically going to get a better quality product of something that's made here. But, Mike, let's face it. Not everybody can afford to do that. They're looking for the easiest and cheapest way they can to actually take care of their family right now. So to your point, these sorts of taxes, quote-unquote, are the hardest on those individuals because they're already trying to scrape by. This doesn't help them at all at the end of the day. That, that's right. And, and you know, the other thing is if you increase the price of any product, right, it's competitors, and in this case, the competitors, are going to be able to reset their prices a little bit higher. So it, it's not just, you know, it's not just going to be confined to imported good. It's going to eventually yep. fairly quickly sweep across the economy. The other thing, last point on this, right, the other people it dings, Guys trying to manage local institutions like schools and hospitals with fixed incomes, right? Because they have fixed incomes, too. You don't really think about that, but that's true as well, right? So it's just, like I said, just a terrible idea, and it just gets uglier the the more you look at it. Yeah, to your point, I mean, this, well, last but not least, Mike, and this is something that most everybody out there right now should fully understand – These sorts of things create inflation. I know the printing of money is the biggest cause of inflation, but these sorts of things, again, government is the only entity that creates inflation, and this is another way they do it. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, when we actually asked that in the survey, I think think the question was asked, hey, should government do anything that would increase inflation? And that, I think, was an 8 to 1, right? It was like... Wow. Five, fifteen, kind of thing, right? It was, wow. it was. People, people are very sensitive to that, right? They're like, I don't, don't think we should be doing that right now. So it, it, you know, it, it, it's like I said, the survey results were about what I expected, although a little bit more emphatic than I expected. Last thing, and this is contextual, right? When we ask people, hey, what's the most important issue facing the United States? People say what you'd expect. They would say the economy, inflation, yeah. immigration, education, crime. Nobody says climate change. So, okay. You know, this is a, so, so knowing all this that, a, this last yeah, hour, we just spent talking yeah. about the Iowa caucuses, some of the things going on there, politically speaking, and so on. You probably didn't hear all of that. But question I have for you, and Andy, you can chime in on this as well. Given, Mike, your results, what your company found when it came to this particular topic, why does the conservative side especially have such a hard time joining forces, talking about one particular thing that really the entire public in the United States of America can get behind. Your survey just proved that. Instead, we go down rabbit trails of things that I don't think even matter at the end of the day, and we lose sight of these things that really are, are really affecting everybody's day-to-day life. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good insight. You know, lost, you, you probably didn't take a look at it, but CNN had, a, had some exit interviews where they asked 1,600 people across Iowa, like, various questions. And the interesting thing was is, is that the, way down deep in it, they said, what are the most important issues? And the answer was the economy and immigration. And not coincidentally, everybody who identified those as the top two issues, which was basically everybody, voted for Trump. So to, to, to your point, whatever you feel about, about President Trump, and I worked for him, so I have, like everybody else, I have mixed feelings. Um, but... Um, He's right on the tar- he's right on target, and he's right in line with what you're saying. That he's talking about the stuff people care about, not all this ancillary stuff. Yep, and and, and not, what I'm saying is, uh, even outside of that, we've got lots of different local elections 
representatives, senators, even all the way down to you know the current legislature inside of each particular state. And Mike, to me, one of the universal themes on our side of the aisle should be this very subject that we're talking about. Actually, add immigration into it as well. But those two things ought to be front and center for every single candidate running. And yet, Mike, it's not. Yeah, it, you know, it's 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 anywhere from forty to sixty percent of the mind share of the American voters. And if you're not if you're not going where they are, they're not they're not even listening to you. There's well, who cares? You know, if you're talking about something else. Well, I think one big problem, Mike, is that. Not nearly enough Americans understand just how much they are paying for climate change and global warming agendas. They once again, hey, I'd pay ten bucks, Look, dudes. You're paying you thousands are. and thousands right. and thousands out of your household income. That's right. You are paying enormous amounts. And by the way, there's one other problem. This all starts in Iowa, where ethanol subsidies are an enormous thing. Ethanol is a terrible idea. Sorry, that's my opinion. It is, and uh, you know. But you've got to play to that crowd there. Mm. And so because we start in Iowa, the GOP has had to basically kiss up to the ethanol subsidy crowd. There are a lot of political factors that go in. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. um, Okay. I didn't realize you guys were hip to the whole world, so I probably should have come ready. Yeah. So federal (laughs) government spans. Federal government spends anywhere from thirty to sixty billion dollars a year on climate change. Right? Thank so you. A bunch of different programs. Yep. Ethanol is one of them, right? So you break that down on a per person, it means you. It means the average American, all three hundred twenty million of us, are spending about a hundred bucks a year already on it. Yep. It, it it folks don't understand that. And we've asked that question in surveys a bunch of times. It's very difficult to get people to listen to it. It's so, part, and Mike. Um, it's part of already. I mentioned it earlier, but it is already a part of the inflation problem we have in this country. I mean, yes, we printed a lot of money. That's the main cause of it. I get that. But on top of that, when you start hiding all these different things behind the scenes, and folks, if you don't believe us when we talk about this, because there's folks, Mike, that listen from all sides of the equation here on this program, left, right, middle, you name it. But folks, if you don't believe me, Mike, you know this. Go look at any one of your energy bills or anything that you're buying and see the different fees that are associated to that, including the registration for your vehicle. I mean, Mike, I can go down the list. And to your point, there's probably different states out there to where hundreds low. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. I'm, pick up and we're one of them, bill. by the way, Mike, in Colorado. We're one of them that's getting hit harder than most states. Well, you know, I mean, you, you guys. You guys are you guys are on the wrong side of the device. So yes, of we are. You're going, be, you're going to be paying more than you should. But just take a look at your utility bill. It's broken out by generation and everything else. The, the, the actual electricity they're selling you is about a third of your bill at this point. The rest of it is everything else, yeah, which that's like right. you say, goes to somebody else's bottom line. Yeah, that's so right. That's the utility bill. And then you know, if, I don't know what I don't know what the gas tax is in Colorado, but I'm about sure it's forty-two enormous. cents a gallon, roughly here for us. I say roughly, wow. it's forty-two cents. You're in the top ten of the country, probably. Yes, we are. Certainly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, how much of that is actually going to road building? None. Maybe a nickel. In Colorado, very little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys haven't given up on the on the front range, the uh, the. Light rail on the front range. Oh, no, we just had our state of the state address from our governor last week where he highlighted the fact that he wants to see a rail system all over the state. Keep in mind, Mike, this is the western states, Colorado. We are the eighth largest territory state there is in the country, and he wants to put rail everywhere, even where we have really no population to speak of. The cost per user would be through the roof. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It'd be insane. Yes. I was going to say, a blind man could see it with his cane. And even if you can't see it with your cane, 
um, you know, look at California where the, you know, the L.A. to San Francisco thing started off, I think, at three or four billion is now at like 30 billion. That's right. And it's from Baker, Bakersfield to uh, somewhere up in the valley. I don't know where. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's a failure. That's right. It's never going to get built. So I refuse to worry about it. Correct. Um, it, but it, it, yeah, there's there's so many of these things. It's, it's impossible to um it's impossible to list them all off. There's just it's so many of them, right? And all all I can say in. is Mike McKenna for president. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you got my vote. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not sure. I I'm not sure I passed the personal screen on that test, but I appreciate <laughs> it very much. All right, Mike. Hey, now, number one, thank you for joining us. You're welcome anytime. And yeah, we try to do our best to keep abreast of all these different things that are going on. How do folks find you, find the study? Maybe they want to share this with some friends and family, since sometimes, especially here in Colorado, there's a lot of folks that don't believe what you and I and Andy are even talking about right now. How do they find this study? Sure enough, um, American Energy Alliance, one word, dot org um, is the website, and that, that'll have the survey. There'll also be a link to a podcast that me and Tom do uh, once a week, and we get into this stuff. Perfect. So um, that's the best way to do it, and um, I think I have a Twitter handle. It's Mike McKenna three. Okay. Check the deal on about that. So we'll look, thank no, you we'll double check it. Tremendously warm, warm, yeah. No, Mike, thank you. We know we appreciate it very much. You guys, as always, you Tom, you, you guys are welcome anytime. Just let us know. We'll have you back on. We love it. Appreciate it very much. Appreciate that. You bet. Thank you very much. And. Uh, Appreciate Mike, and we've had Tom on, his cohort, many times in the past, and uh, always enjoy having those guys on. They, they do just a, a solid job, Andy, of really, of really setting the record straight, I guess you could say, in some of their polling in this particular case, or surveying, I guess I should say, and figuring out exactly what do Americans want. Um, let's just say that there is a very loud minority that thinks the entire world's population has bought into this whole climate change nonsense and they're willing to pay for it, the reality is, no, that's not true. No, they're not. And, John, I thought you made a great point with the idea that too many Republicans are trying to kiss up to that crowd. And I don't know why, because their ideals are not popular. don't either, Andy. They're not popular. Give people the brass tacks like we just talked and be done with it. And, And on top of that, I mean, he said... 30 to 60 billion. I don't, by the way, I'm not arguing because he does a lot more studying on this than I. Oh, I wonder. That's, no, no, no. That's a drop in the bucket. Look, that's not taking into account ethanol subsidies plus uh, every electric car, well, the subsidies we're paying on those. Solar, all the rest of the stuff that's out there, all of the different things that have gone down in the green energy end of things, oh. you've got to add to that figure. Oh, uh, multiply it. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's not well, and, even and beginning to there, approach. There's even folks like Senator Kennedy who have literally asked individuals in this world that are talking about the fact that we've got to end climate change, we have to be carbon neutral by X time, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what's the cost of this? Well, nobody can actually put a number to it. Some have said close to a trillion dollars. I mean, so far, Andy, and he just, you know, he just continues to hammer and hammer and hammer. What is the cost for the programs you guys want to implement? No one will say, Andy. John, I'm going to tell you two things about the truth of the the cost. First of all, it would be multiple trillions. And secondly, it would have very, very little impact on global warming. Why? Because look at China and India. They're not going to alter what they're doing. You're not going to make any impact. At the end of the day. This is a vast tax. All it does is raise prices, cause inflation, and we don't need to go there. Veteran Windows and Doors is up next. Now, way to fight inflation is he's got a 45% off entry doors and 40% off windows the month of January. Give Dave a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors simplifies and streamlines your new window installation. 
They will alleviate the scheduling issues of a multi-window installation by completing the entire process for you typically within two days. And veteran windows and doors follow stricter installation guidelines than what is required in the industry because that is their business model. To do right by you, the customer, Veteran makes sure every window is properly flashed, insulated, and sealed so you can be 100% confident in a job done right every time. Veteran's crew consists of vetted, trusted, and insured technicians so you know you will always be in good hands. They also offer a five-year installation guarantee. This month, they will take 40% off both product and installation when you buy eight or more windows. Start saving today by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. Hi five plumbing and if you experienced any issues with your plumbing with your pipes through even drainage through this last cold spell give high five a call today 877 we high five High five plumbing takes water quality seriously and has what it takes to bring clean safe and high quality water to your home Bad water in your home affects more than just taste Those costly hair and skin products go right down the drain if you have hard water pollutants or chemical imbalances Water quality experts may make your water taste good, but because they're only treating the symptoms of your water instead of the cause, you'll continue paying them every month for the taste of your water. High Fives plumbers can hunt down root issues, so treating your water with chemicals isn't always necessary. Clean water means your clothes will be brighter, your hair will be softer, and you'll stop cleaning stubborn water spots off mirrors and dishes. To find out all the ways that clean water can make you safer and healthier, just contact High Five Plumbing at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Clog my toilet one too many times. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. Premier Home Remodels. And again, if you think, you've thought of a remodel project around your home but really don't even know where to start, call Premier and they'll help you through all of it. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels designs your basement to fit your family's lifestyle and needs. So-called basement flippers will limit your options, cut corners, and rush your project. But Premier takes the time to create a space that is functional and unique, meeting all your expectations. Premier values and protects you as the homeowner by making sure every code is met and that the proper permit is pulled, along with a one-year warranty on labor. Your home is your most valuable asset, and Premier guarantees that your entire project from design to completion is done accurately and effectively. Because Premier wants you to be able to grow with your home, they make sure to pre-plan every aspect of your basement remodel, working with you and having your best interest in mind. Choose the right company for your ideal basement. Premier Home Remodels. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. our Home Transitions, and if you have thought, by the way, of doing something with your home, buying, selling, and kind of getting into that season where things will get ramped up here in the not-too-distant future, give KNR a call today. Find them both at, it's KNR, because it's Catherine and Robin. Find them both at rushtoreason.com or klzradio.com. You're worried about your parents living in that house as they get older. So now you really need Catherine and Robin of KNR Home Transitions by your side. Kat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. 
Cat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, that's way too much work for one person. Cat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com home to see their work and schedule a no-strings-attached free consultation with Kat and Robin. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. And we are back. Thanks for listening. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy, Charlie, Bob from Thornton, you're next. Go ahead, Bob. Oh, John. Uh, say, uh, let me. Oh, there's about three items I wanted to talk to. I'll, I'll, I'll condense it. That's fine. We got time. Go ahead. We're, we're good. Go ahead. Well, you know, I moved here a little over 50 years ago, August of 1973. And uh, the RTD tax was fairly new at that time. That's right. It was passed, I believe, in 69, Bob, if I'm correct. Yeah, it covered about three counties, and it was about uh, 0.75%. And it was uh, dedicated to uh, building a high-speed rail from Denver to uh, Winter Park, which Winter Park, I I don't know, you you probably know this, it's part of the Denver uh, Mountain Park system. Yes. Well, Denver, the city of Denver, for all in, well, they still do. They just lease it, I believe. They've owned Winter Park for years. Yeah. Well, you know, that doesn't exist. I mean, you can take a, a train to Winter Park, but it's, it's not. No, it's not what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay, so over my 50 years here, it has expanded to uh, seven counties. Correct. The RTD tax, that is. And it's about 1.75% now. That's I you know I don't do sales tax collection anymore, but that sounds about right. And it was started in '69, Bob. I was correct. Well, if you buy a fifty thousand dollar car, that's a pretty good chunk, and uh, it goes to this RTD. Now you, you know that I'm an Uber driver, so I'm out and about for right. a, a while. Okay, I see buses running. Well, I see the t- trains, the light rails, the stuff. You know, the trains and the uh, 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 buses and stuff, John, there's no one nope. on them. Bob, I put a lot of windshield miles on a week, as you know as well, you know, six, seven days a week driving, and, you know, you're 1,000% correct. There's just nobody using these things like they should be, not at all. But we could eliminate the entire RTD. Why are, why are uh, okay, again. Re- really quick, Bob, I did the figures. This has been several years ago, but I did the figures on what we spend on RTD versus the actual people needing to use it. I'm, I'm not talking, I mean, the able-bodied individual that has a car and go from A to B, I'm not talking about them, but the actual people that use it. I did the math some years ago, and it's probably even worse today than it was then. For what we're spending on a per-ridership basis on those particular individuals, we could buy each one of them a car every year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I and that's how bad it is, folks. That's how bad it is. Eight times a year, people use it to go to a Bronco game. Yeah, Bob, the, the absolute waste of money that goes into it, and most people don't realize this, but for a lot of you, I haven't talked about this for a while, so while we're on it, Bob, for those of you that maybe don't know this, RTD's budget 
is larger than the entire budget for CDOT, which covers the entire state. Oh, it's, it's, when I see these buses with a driver and nobody on them, and I think, why are they doing this? And then I, I live closest to this, uh, uh, it's a light rail slash uh, bus terminal right. at 122nd and uh, roughly York Street. And uh, nobody is on those things. Nope. I go over there and I think, well, I'm an Uber driver. I'll go over there and wait to, to uh, when the train shows up and people get off, they're obviously going to have to go somewhere else other than where the train goes. They're probably going to need a short ride to go home or go to shopping or this, that. And I will pull up there, and I'm telling you, John, the, the train pulls up there, it, the doors open up, and one or maybe two people yep. get off. Yep. Can I, can, John, can I ask you a question here? Mm-hmm. Um, because of COVID, a lot of people are working now more from home, and so they're working fewer shifts downtown. Sure. Because a lot of the reason for light rail was to alleviate the parking issue downtown. Right. Well, now that that's not nearly as much of an issue, no do, you think that, do you think the use of light rail has gone down because oh, yes. of it? You know, Bob, and maybe you've looked at total ridership. I haven't done it for about a year or so, Bob. I know that it was dropping through COVID. I doubt seriously if it's increased since then. Have you checked any of that, by the way? No, but, I mean, you know, being an Uber driver, I think, well, oh, when that— You're doing it in the real world way, yes. By the way, (laughs) it was a year and a half late. Yep. Yep. I I, and then, Brooke, before, before I forget too, Bob, i got to ask you, because you've been around a long time like I have been. Do you remember when the Denver to Boulder bus system was actually ran by a public service company, and then, of course, RTD bought that out? No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that was the, you know, I remember because, you know, growing up in Boulder, our bus system back then was put on by public service. All XL Energy now, of course. From August of 1973, which is 50-plus years ago till now, I've been paying an RTD tax incrementally. Oh yeah, raised yep. And raised and, and the coverage is over and over and over. Oh yeah. And you know how many times I've used public transportation? Zero. Yeah, I can count on one hand the entire time I've lived here, Bob. Even as a kid growing up, where you didn't have anything else to do, I could still count on, you know, maybe maybe two hands the amount of times I've ever ridden the bus. Oh, the the last time I was on a bus, John was in 1967 when I was in the Army. So you've never been on an RTD, period? Never. Interesting. It's been a long time since I have been, so you and I are kind of the same on that. I'm sorry. I'm going to correct myself. I think maybe a half a dozen times when I was downtown, I did ride back and forth on the 16th Street Mall. Okay. So there you go. All right. Even still, Either one of us have ridden it enough to pay for, you know, to pay ourselves even back in what I've paid in taxes for it, Bob. Oh, I could have bought four cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, let me tell you about my, the, uh, uh, I moved, I, I, I'm where I am now in a house that's 20 years old. I bought it 20 years ago. It's brand new. I moved out of a house. I lived in the 2700 block of Curtis in a house that was built in 1882, and it was three stories tall. And it had 43 windows in it. And I, the windows, it didn't matter if the windows were open or closed. Well, firstly, I couldn't air condition it. It didn't matter if the windows were open or closed. I had three furnaces in that house. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you couldn't keep that house warm. So 
I thought, you know, after I retired many years ago, I thought, I, I don't want to live in a 1882 house anymore and pay for all this. Plus, it needed other things. It had five fireplaces, and they weren't very functional. And I said, you know what? It's about time to sell this. When I, and when I got an estimate, and I was in a historical district, so when I replaced the windows, they had to be in keeping with the historical, right. uh, you know, right. stuff like that. And this was in the year 2004, and they and I, my, my best estimate was $243,000. Wow. I saw my windows. Guess what I did? I sold the house. And I bought a house up here where I live now for about three hundred dollars. Yeah. And I thought, oh well, there's sixty grand. I'll never see. There you go. It, oh, and by the way, let me tell you about uh, High Five uh, uh, Plumbing. Sure. I, I think I told you a long, long time ago. They came out on a Friday night and, and reconfigured all my drains. Yes, you did. My uh, sink that was wrong. Put a disposal in, and J- the guy's name was John. And he said, while I'm here, he said, how old is this house? It's about 20 years old. And he told me my my uh, plumbing under the sink was reconfigured cor- incorrectly. And he said, let me take a look around this house. And he said, uh, you got two places, two places in this house where the plumbing is near, near the outside walls. And he said, if it gets really cold, just open the cabinets under these things and don't ever set the heat less than 58 degrees. There you go. Never had a problem cool very cool good yeah. story thanks you're very welcome bob appreciate that a testament by the way to another one of our sponsors hi-fi which i mentioned a little bit ago next affordable interest mortgage speaking of sponsors kurt rogers would love to help you with all of your mortgage needs including just improving your credit and how to do that affordable interest mortgage 720-895-0500 got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720 NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Insurance is a big deal. Make sure that you're properly insured and GIA can handle your medical, your business, your home, your auto, you name it, even specialty events. They can do that as well. E-GIA.com. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center 
or online. Whether it is qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premium. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart, who, by the way, will take care of whatever you've got going on with your roof. And now that things are melting off, if you've got a roof problem, don't hesitate. Give him a call. 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. All right, Genesis 1-3 Electric. If you've got any kind of an electrical need, something that even popped up during this last weather we've had, give them a call. Find them at KLZRadio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electrical considers you family. Maintaining this focus is what has made them Denver's leading electrical company. Dustin Fulton, owner at Genesis 1-3 Electric, has a large family and teaches them the value of sticking together in business as well as in life. Jaden Fulton, Dustin's daughter, spearheads all of the company's marketing efforts and helps manage the office. Jaden says that it's been wonderful watching her father build a quality business that treats employees and clients the right way. Jaden takes pride in the way that employees are treated like family too. Dustin never wants his family to see him doing business anyway, but in full honesty, love, and fairness. And this is carried over to their customers as well. When you have work done by Genesis 1-3, they treat you with integrity and Christian values. Find out what a difference family makes for your next electrical need and contact Genesis 1-3 Electric at klzradio.com slash light and let there be light. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy, and Charlie, and, well, we've covered a lot of ground here in the, oh, hang on. Okay. We've covered a lot of ground is what I was going to say. Yeah. Somebody said RTD stands for Reason to Drink. (laughs) (laughs) I, I sorry, I just had to read that. That's good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's excellent. Uh, rapid tax drain is what I always called it. Either way, yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's that. And in the past, I've done this. I haven't done it for a while because that's one of those topics where, you know, I can come on air and I can explain all sorts of things and complain about it and talk about RTD and this, that, and the other. And it's sort of like talking about CDOT. At the end of the day, it ain't going to make a hill of beans bit of difference. And part of where we're at with RTD, and the reason why I say that is, and I learned some of this sort of in an indirect way several years ago. 
as much as we all hate it, the reality is, and I'll make sure that I explain this correctly, the politicians do love it. I'm not going to say they don't because they do. It's, a, it's, a, it's this whole mass transit thing, and any lefty wants to get their hands around that and, and embrace it and so on, and yes, it's part of their mantra. I also will tell you that as much as we disagree with that and the fact that we on our side hate that whole public transportation thing, a lot of it is also mandated by the EPA. And let me explain. Because of our quote-unquote brown cloud we have in Colorado, which, by the way, has diminished over time, not only because cars are cleaner, but we've switched from sand on the road to salt on the road and all sorts of other various things that have contributed to the lack of brown cloud. But because we violate, quote-unquote, the standards that the EPA, by the way, has set, they mandate to us that we have to have certain programs in place to, quote-unquote, accommodate for that or to try to get that number down. One of those ways is our emissions program, and the other way is RTD. So while we all hate both of those programs, we're mandated as a state by the EPA, and if we don't do certain things according to their mantra, we lose other funding as a state, tax, you know, road taxes and so on that come from the feds. So while I'm not giving anybody a pass because both of those systems suck, at the end of the day, to replace them or change them, you've got to still do something to accommodate what the EPA sets. Now, if you could abolish the EPA and just have our own state health department run what we have in Colorado, you might then be able to make larger changes. But unfortunately, it is where it is because of some of what I just said. Does that make sense? Oh, of course. And by the way, that's one of the things I loved about Vivek Ramaswamy. He would have abolished the EPA. And then you wouldn't have the feds with that kind of a clutch with the kind of clause into your budgeting because at the end of the day john what do we have now to save the planet we have a bunch of nearly empty buses running around Mm -hmm. true that's that's the end product yep i i cannot disagree with that you're 100 correct (laughs) it's ridiculous and again because It's it's a conundrum i guess maybe is what you should say because of what the epa mandates versus what we then as a state have to do and what the front range actually has to do to accommodate these things. And again, even our emissions program, which, by the way, is a complete waste and another tax drain. Uh, literally, it's a tax. You can call it whatever you want to. It's not a program. It's a tax because the majority of vehicles pass. So literally, it ends up just being a license plate fee tax right. on, a, on a biannual basis for most people. At the end of the day, it's doing nothing to clean up the cloud. Right. Zero. Bottom line, John, you know, whenever you have government action coming in to fix the planet, fix this, fix that, fix the environment... That government action, government action by its very definition does not have to respond to the market, okay, to market needs. And therefore, you're going to create public transportation and other things like that that are not going to be commensurate with uh, the, uh, you know, market's needs at all, all right? That's the problem. You're not going to deal with market needs. You're not going to respond to market needs. And therefore, what are you going to have? Unbelievable amounts of waste, Money that's just shoveled into programs, and now the programs become self-sustaining. Why? Because they're employing people. They're employing all kinds of people, not just to you know drive the public transportation and keep it going, but the people who you know tend to those vehicles. Okay, the people who market those vehicles to them. All these ancillary products. It's all one big jumbled mess of people who are now completely 
you know, reliable on those programs being sustained with public monies for something that's not responding to the market that it, that is, it is supposedly serving. It's nothing but waste. Agree. With that, we'll take our next break. Gino's Auto Services next. Speaking of vehicles and transportation and going from A to B, make sure your vehicle is ready to go for whatever the weather actually might throw at us. Gino's Auto Service can do that for you. Gino'sAutoService.com. And don't forget, Gino starts with a J. Take advantage of Gino's Auto Services Fall Special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. This debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. Maintaining your vehicle will give you additional years of performance. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business in Littleton. We are all for making your life simpler, offering loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush from Geno's. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Gold Eagle Financial, Al Smith, who has his own show from 2 to 2.30. Tune in tomorrow to hear him. Otherwise, give him a call. Find him at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can develop a solid, cohesive retirement strategy that makes sense in the context of your very specific needs. You've been making moves toward retirement your whole life and likely have assets in different places. Al can simplify it for you. Having a simple retirement plan and a single point of contact means when you're gone, your family won't have to guess where your assets are. It means your children won't find out in 20 years that you had funds in probate that they could have used. Having a solid plan and an agent to manage it means you can take advantage of financial products with high return and modest risk. And most importantly, it means that someone will be on your side when you can't make those decisions on your own. Give Al a call today for a free consultation and get started on your retirement strategy by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, if you are looking for a doctor that thinks like we do, please give him a call today. He'd love to have you as his patient, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. 
Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, if you've had any trouble with your furnace, give them a call today. It may be something simple or maybe major, but in the end, call them. They'll be very honest with you as to what you need and take great care of you. 303-656-5467. Cub Creek Heating and AC wants to show their appreciation for this community they serve and care deeply about. So they would like you to nominate one special family to be blessed with a toasty warm house in 2024. If you know a family with an inadequate or broken heating system in their home, simply submit their name on klzradio.com HVAC with details about why you think that family is in need of a new heating system. Maybe their furnace is broken. Maybe it needs replacing. Cub Creek will review the nominations and pick one lucky family to receive either free service repairs or free equipment to get their heating system working the right way, right away. Cub Creek Heating and AC are REAM certified pro partners, so you can trust in the quality of their work. Don't wait. Head over to klzradio.com HVAC and nominate a family for the Cub Creek Furnace Giveaway now. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. Okay, Andy, let's kind of finish up with hour one. I know we went through a lot of other things this hour, and we won't spend a lot of time on this, but kind of recapping, we left off that first hour with just a couple of things I wanted to tidy up. Okay. In regards to the party loyalty and all of that. All right, like neutrality. Why Correct. does the, why is it important that party leaders, beyond the fact that the bylaws necessitates it, okay? Well, besides but, that. But why is it important for party leadership to remain neutral in primaries? Because that's good leadership, by the way, number one. So that yes. would be my number one answer is that's just good leadership. It's ethically the right way to do it. You don't want to pick favorites. Even though in your mind you might have one that you like more than another, you have to be very neutral in all of these things. As I've stated before in the past, it's like running a trade organization, which I've been a part of in the past. And when you're running a trade organization, you may have certain members that you really like over another member. But at the end of the day, you have to treat all members right. of that association, Andy, equally. Yeah, well, take a look at a primary, for instance. By the very nature of a primary, the only reason there are multiple candidates in that primary is because they've got a lot of, each candidate has a lot of people who do support them. Even if they've only got 5% or 3% or whatever, they've got quite a few people who support them, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, in the general election, when you get past the primary, you're going to want as many of those people fired up and engaged to support the nominee as possible, correct? Correct. Okay, what, look at what they just did by endorsing Trump. Okay, you've got a lot of people in Colorado, uh, Republicans, who are DeSantis supporters, who are Haley supporters, and you could say, yeah, but there's more Trump. Yes, but you want all of the DeSantis and Haley supporters in the general to do what? Vote for Trump and to be excited to vote for down-ticket Republican nom- you know, nominees here across the state. How do you think Haley and DeSantis supporters are feeling right now about the Colorado Republican Party? 
The party is going to them and saying, hey, when the general comes along, show your team loyalty and vote GOP ticket all the way down, right? But they just showed no loyalty to them. The party showed disloyalty, anti-loyalty against their candidates. And now come this November is going to be crying to them saying, please support our candidates. Am I making sense? No, you're making total sense. And that's exactly how you have to look at it when you're in party leadership. We're not talking, Andy, about even you and I as hosts, although I will tell you that even you and I being here on air, we have to, in the primary side of the fence especially, and it's why I personally, and I know other people don't do this, other hosts don't do this, but I don't endorse anybody. I'm not an endorser. Me either. I just don't do those things, I, especially in the primary end of things. Once we get through the primary and there's an R next to someone's name, and I did this last time around with Ron Hanks versus Joe O'Day. Joe O'Day won the primary. I got behind him because he had the R next to his name. Right. That's how it's supposed to work. Prior to that, I didn't endorse anyone, Hanks or O'Day. Now, I will openly tell you this because I felt like it was the right thing to do. I And I'm not, I'm not going to mince any words, nor am I going to apologize. I voted for O'Day in the primary. I thought Joe had the best chance of beating Michael Bennett, so that's who I voted for on the primary side of the ticket. It's not because I'm a rhino or anything else or anti-Ron. You I looked am, at the Colorado I, market and right. made that assessment. Now, I'm anti-Ron today because of what he did after that. That's right. a whole other conversation. But prior to that, I looked at the entire race and said, listen, this is who I feel will end up winning or has the best chance of winning if we get behind this particular candidate. It was a strategy move. Right. And by the way, um, first of all, you're totally right on that. And secondly, principle, John. Principles are always true. And here's one. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Correct. For all the Trump supporters out there who are excited that the state party endorsed your candidate, how would you feel if they had endorsed Nikki Haley instead? You'd be angry. Well, if you wouldn't want that done to you, then you shouldn't want that done to Haley supporters. You shouldn't want that done to DeSantis supporters. And I am really concerned right now that our party here in Colorado has lost any caring about principle, has lost any caring about others besides your group. As Joe, uh, Jersey Joe always says, we've become tribal. We only care about our tribe. Right. Within the party. And I think that's hurting us. I think it's hurting our unanimity going into the uh, elections. And I think it's going to hurt turnout come this November. No, I cannot disagree with you at all on that. And I think it's one of those things that in Colorado, especially, we have to be very, very careful of. We are a state where, yes, it most likely on the presidential side will go blue. But anything is possible. And again, with the right leadership and the right strategy, could that be flipped? Honestly, folks, I don't know. We are a very deep blue state. Now, all of that being said, are there other, you know, single races, especially here in the state of Colorado, that we have a high chance of winning if done correctly? Absolutely. But all of what we're doing right now hurts those chances. You just alienated a portion of the voters. There are going to be Haley and DeSantis voters who just say, Guess what? I'm not voting for any of your candidates. I'm out. After you did this to me, why should I be loyal to GOP candidates like I have been every year? And oh, by the way, I've been a, you know, a volunteer for yep. years for the party and yep. I've donated. How could you do this to that's me? That's right. Nope, that's exactly right. Spot on. Level Engineering is next. Alan Davis, find out if solar is a good fit for you and how all of that works in and for you specifically, on top of that, folks, don't forget your commercial building. Maybe you're an owner-operator or you own your own building. There's options for you on that end and actually better options for you on the business side as well. Give Alan a call today, 303-378-7537. 
Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy, and Charlie, Hour 3, which is coming up here momentarily. Andy and I are going to get into tipping. Now, why did I pick this? Because there's a lot of articles out there. This is on both sides of the aisle, by the way. This isn't necessarily going to be any kind of a political test or commentary whatsoever. It's strictly what do people feel about tipping, what's happened to service, how do you feel about flipping the screen around when maybe all you're doing is buying a bagel and the guy's handing it across the counter and he's really done nothing other than grab it out of the basket behind him and put it in a bag and hand it to you, right. but yet still spending it around expecting a 10, 15, 20, 25% tip. So we'll talk about all of that. And Andy, I know this is near and dear to you as it is to me. We've had some of this conversation in the past, but it's changed since then. There's a lot more requests for tips today than the last time you and I covered this, maybe two or three years ago. So, we'll, And a lot of those requests are not valid. That's right. We'll get into that. Don't go anywhere. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.